You're listening to the DSBC Podcast. For more information, visit us at dsbc.church. Hey, church family, this is uh, Dawn Farmer, and uh, we are doing a series of short podcasts about our five core values. And so uh, Pastor Caleb is here with me, and I'm just going to ask him a little bit about why we have chosen these core values and um, how does this play out in real life for us. So uh, Caleb, our first core value that we'll be talking about is we strive to help people be with Jesus, think like Jesus, and love like Jesus. Why do we say it this way? Yeah, we have, uh, for our 45-year history as a church, we have focused on Jesus, but a lot of our language has been primarily around uh, following Jesus, which we we talk about that all the time and, and need to, but we wanted to articulate and tease out the being with Jesus, thinking like Jesus, and loving like Jesus as three expressions for us for each of us as followers of Jesus. So just thinking about the first one, being with Jesus, one of the things that you see in the Gospels is Jesus consistently calling his followers to be with him, to join him, uh, not just in his uh, active ministry, so to speak, but also in just normal life. They're eating together, they're resting together, they're praying together. And we believe that one of the core uh, spiritual practices for those of us that follow Jesus is to spend time with him. And so as a church family, we want to make sure that that's kind of the lead in on our core values. Of the other two pieces of thinking like Jesus and loving like Jesus, we want to have our minds continually renewed by Jesus and by the power of his spirit within us uh, to be thinking like him. So uh, there's all sorts of interesting questions about how to understand the Bible, how to interpret the Bible, but the end game, the goal is to have a mind that thinks like Jesus. We want to approach any conversation, any question, any uh, thought process like Jesus would, because we want to grow more and more into Christ-likeness. So thinking like Jesus is a core value and a core goal. When we study the scriptures, when we dialogue, when we wrestle through and debate things, our end game, our goal is that we would help each other think more like Jesus. And then loving like Jesus, uh, that is an active uh, posture of the heart and as well as the hands. When we think about how we're postured towards one another, towards our community, towards those around the world, we want to love like Jesus loved. Uh, But we also want to be a people who put that love into action, just like Jesus did through acts of service and generosity. And so uh, thinking like Jesus, loving like Jesus, it all stems from being with Jesus. And that's why that's our, our, our lead and our core value that we start with. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Then why you, you said that why this is a core value for us is just, uh, again, modeling what Jesus modeled for us and where our focus is not just uh, following Jesus, but in that following, we're being like, thinking like, and loving like. But how does this play out in real life? Yeah, being with Jesus really is, uh, and this may just sound like the common, you know, ministry leader answer, uh, it's it's the spiritual practices of prayer, of uh, meditation, of reflection. You, you see Jesus actually modeling it when frequently uh, he would carve out time to be away and to spend time in prayer, to spend time in contemplation. Uh, for us as Jesus followers, that, that means a, a normal rhythm or practice of Sabbath rest, of uh, uh, of meditation, of engaging in the word of God in a way that speaks to our hearts, not just, it's not just of the mind, but it's also the heart. And frankly, just listening for the voice of Jesus um, in these times of reflection and prayer uh, mm-hmm. could include things like fasting uh, for some people, more of a devotional approach. There's a variety of different ways of being with Jesus that we find to work. 
but it, and, it, and so it kind of does depend on each individual person, and yet those spiritual disciplines are common throughout church history for uh, Christians throughout uh, the centuries. Uh, thinking like Jesus and loving like Jesus, uh, really thinking like Jesus comes from a study of his word with his community. Uh, the scriptures were meant to be engaged as a collective, as a as a body, and we're meant to not only read or hear the text uh, as individuals, but we're designed to do that in community. And so God will often use the text in the context of community to shape our minds or to reshape our thinking around particular issues. Uh, and so that ranges from anything like deeply held convictions to newly thought ideas or things that we're just now learning. Uh, God has woven us together uh, to help each other discern those, uh, those understandings, those convictions, that thought process like Jesus. And then loving like Jesus in, in actual like day-to-day life is a heart's posture of generosity and answering the spirit as the spirit leads uh, following that heart posture. So acts of service, acts of generosity, uh, encouraging one another. Basically, how did Jesus show his love for people and how can we do that in our day-to-day life is a helpful guide as we try to step out in faith, uh, loving like Jesus. Thank you. Now, I know that sometimes when um, we uh, like nuance our core values and we lean into them, sometimes it is a change from behaviors or um, actions that we have done in the past. And so, and sometimes this causes frustration or confusion. Are you seeing ways in which we are at DSBC trying to live out this particular core value that's causing uh, frustration by others? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I think for this particular value, one of the frustrations that can sometimes surface is a frustration that we were not more articulate uh, in some of the other aspects of uh, following Jesus. You know, there's not something there like obedience to Jesus or obeying his commands. And that, of course, that's a value. It's not something we articulated. So I think much of the time, the confusion or frustration may come in, you know, we left some things out. And and I I understand that, and I want to be sympathetic towards that. Uh, however, I, I find that most of it stems from being with Jesus and thinking like Jesus and loving like Jesus. Those tend to be, at least in my understanding of the scriptures and the text, those tend to be the core and other things like obedience or modeling that that kind of comes out of um, that type of, of core of being with Jesus. And so uh, the, the other thing too, um, the, that this value speaks to is that we're not here to defend Jesus. Uh, we're not mm-hmm. here to take a, a warrior position fighting for Jesus. We're here to follow Jesus, to be with him, to think like him, to love like him. And sometimes in the culture war conversations, there's really this, this posture of powering up and trying to quote unquote defend Jesus um, and I, I'm not quite sure where that comes from. I don't see in scripture that Jesus needs bodyguards or lawyers. Uh, he calls us to be followers. And so I think sometimes the frustration can come from um, what may be perceived as a more passive stance in the culture wars conversation. Mm-hmm. Although I, I would say that being with Jesus is not at all a passive stance. It's the stance that he calls us to. It's a very active stance, but it doesn't look like what uh, maybe some would have us, um, doesn't look like the posture that some maybe on TV or in media are taking, uh, where they're kind of, you know, powering up in order to, you know, to fight for Jesus, so to speak. I, again, I, Jesus fights for us. I don't, I don't think he calls us to do it the other way around. So I, that's probably the one that I would think would be the most pronounced actually as a frustration. 
Yeah. Yeah. It can definitely be surprising of, um, you know, if we are following God and God needs us to defend him, um, where's his power? And it can be confusing to people who uh, hear that Jesus is all about love, but yet the responses that they're getting from his followers can be um, that, that more warrior pose, like you've mentioned. Yeah. And Jesus well, consistently subverts the idea that I need to take power in order to establish the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Like he, he keeps talking about laying down our life, loving our enemies. Uh, you know, the, the way to the, the crown is through the cross, so to speak. Um, the way mm-hmm. his kingdom comes through a crucifixion, not the hostile takeover of a, of a culture and, and the culture, even if you look in church history, the culture of Rome was dramatically impacted by the self-sacrificial love of Jesus followers, not by mm. people, you know, fighting a culture war or taking a warrior stance. Mm. That's a great point. Fantastic point. Well, awesome. Thank you for sharing with us about um, just what does this look like and how do we live this out as a church family? Uh, thank you very much. We'll see you next time.